Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode number 411. You're gonna get a lot of the. You're gonna get the real four one one in this episode, dog. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're really with it with the hip lingo that the kids are all I using am. these days. Yeah, I got my ears to the street, my friend. I'm with it. Ears I'm to the hip. street. No cap, Hello, fellow right. kids. No cap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can't take me anywhere. anyway. We have zero watchers. Uh, so no watchers. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> No lurkers yet. They'll come around. Ah, we got one. All right. So here we go. Everybody, I'm Otto. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Tonight, I'm joined with Jared Schneiderman. Hey, guys. Bab. Why is everyone one word? Everyone's like one word now. There's Bab, everybody. Say hi, Bab. Alex is great to be with you. Oh, yeah. And there's K-Wags. Hey, everybody. And uh, Ray Epps Capital Tours. (laughs) <laughs> What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Storm any capital. Rowdy building? tours. Yep. Gonna rowdy. A lot of unguided tours. We're gonna go into the building and shit on Pelosi's desk. And that's it. <laughs> I'm gonna fart under her desk, yes. Yep. They didn't All do right. that. They just took the podium, right? Or <laughs> I, her leg. I thought someone shitting her out. Who knows? Who cares? Fuck them. I think they just they put their Are you saying someone left desk. it like a steamer on her desk? Now I think we would have heard about that. No, no, it did. No, it was a missed opportunity. I'm just writing fan fiction over here. Well, let's just yeah, let's just say it's jerked off in her front going forward. If anybody's listening and interested, she she picks up the pens and they're all sticking together. Yeah, if I'm facing five years in prison, I would at least would have had like a good story, you know that. Dude, (laughs) yeah, but then you get charged with like, like. with like, what did you do in Pelosi's coat closet? You know, like <laughs> imagine just telling people that in prison would be. Yeah, but if you it. if you shat on her right. desk, you're getting charged with like chemical warfare, like right, bio yeah. weapons possession, uh, like yeah. five years. Indecent what, you just showed up. You showed up to anti-Semitism. Uh, yeah. what, who knows what you know? Yeah. Lots of anti-Semitism. Some kind of a hate crime. Dude, it's crazy when it, you hear when you hear about some of these charges, but it's just like, are you fucking serious? They're just trying to make an example out of it. How long Everybody. is the uh, how long is the Q shaman? How long is he is he booked for? Like five he's years. He's in solitary right now. From what did I he even solitary? get a trial? No, I don't, think, don't so. think so. No, I think There's he took a plea. It. Yeah, did he? I, I don't know. Still, that's the thing. You don't hear about any of this. You just hear this like fake kangaroo court that's going on. Well, he probably ratted somebody out. Could be. I don't know. Probably I would like who, who I mean, that's kind of. I mean, did you? I want to see. Um, uh, Jason Rink's documentary uh, Q sent me. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't. They they wouldn't allow it to be shown at what Freedom Fest because that was a different documentary. Oh, about okay. Some, about some white supremacist. Oh, uh, old there's Florentes. a lot of Q documentaries out there. <laughs> anyway, well, he's uh, let's just say Jason is doing a good job of being, you know, being sort of reporting on sort of that alt right component out there. You know, the the Trump. Whatever you call the whatever you call that stuff. But anyway, um, that doesn't mean that Jason agrees with any of that stuff. Jason's a super cool dude. So anyway, I look forward to seeing his documentary. 
Yeah, it should be good. But no, I, I haven't heard about it, but that's something to check out because there's like so much shit just goes to the cracks and you're got, even like libertarians or people who are skeptic of the media. You'll eventually you'll hear things that you never that never got down to you because it got so much filtered out through the through the media. You know, and you kind of start start, you know, repeating the narratives of the state just by happening. Wait, are you saying you like know? even the memes haven't caught up with some of this shit? Yeah, yeah, for real. We've got a meme lag. There is, there is we a meme to, lag. Let, let's, you know what? Let's work on that. I think let's let's rally our our best uh, meme warriors and try to try to try to close that gap. Like we, you know, yeah, for sure. I like that. So what happened What's this week, up, guys? Fellas? Everybody <laughs> good this week? Alex, you have to tell us about your. Did you tell us about your vacay? Yeah, I'm not on. really. I checked in real quick, but yeah, we could barely hear you though. So that's I know, I know. I, it was. <laughs> yeah, thanks, it was. Thanks for giving us the update though. That we were all jealous and just glad to see you <laughs> kicking ass, having fun, like just yeah. living the dream. So Dude, it, was it, was it was a blast. I recommend. Uh, I recommend check going to Jamaica sometime if you guys get. What an kind of stuff did you do there? Well, it was a my um, girlfriend's. Uh, cousin and fiance went last year so they recommended this resort and uh couples only there was like there was definitely some couples that were trying to swing hard for the fences and we're just like now nah, we're good uh, davy <laughs> parish with you davy no. parish come down there in jamaica <laughs> dude there's this one lady she was trying hard and her husband and it's like uh not happening yeah so, well did you did you get outside the resort and we did like, we get did we hiked country? uh we we took um we took a bus trip. It was like about a 40, 40 minute drive. And it was because um, where we were staying was in Ocho Rio. So it was about about almost two hours on the north side of the island from uh, Montego Bay. But um, yeah, it was just really cool. It's called Duns Rivers Falls. And it was uh, basically about a mile long fall that empties into the ocean. They have a whole beach area. And uh, it was on a Saturday. So it was kind of cool seeing like what the locals get into having like just out and about and like there was a whole like kids like uh, water park and you could go hiking up the the falls and hiking up these rocks and they had these tour guides that take that that's all they do all day is just climb this waterfall and you know give us some tips we'll film it here's an overpriced tourist video we didn't pay for that we're like yeah we got, well, we got how'd you get around so you just like like did excursions from the resort or did you yeah they a had a bus or yep you just sign up down at the like desk like hey do you want to go out and do this you want to do that and then it's outside of the resort but they provide the transportation so you just like you know throw the driver you know a tip we went out on this nice. catamaran cruise it was nice just it was about four hours out on the catamaran it was a nice booze cruise Ooh. they almost they were just making up all this rum punch and we were like jungle juice i don't know what the fuck it was we were just how many people tried to sell you weed throughout the week everybody that's that's the thing everybody in the resort works in the resort but their side hustle is selling weed and you know Even everybody the water sport guys the boat guys oh the yeah guys like the, this the resort was dudes. all inclusive so they had everything they had like a whole water sport like you could go out scuba diving you could go out um they had like these uh all different types of water sport boats they had a bike boat they had what's the name had, of the resort it was called a uh, couples resort it was a uh, towers at ocho rios but it's an original name there yeah sounds like the kind of place like monkey pox could break out though, <laughs> it, you know? possibly yeah. 
<laughs> but it was. So are you pox free, dude? I'm pox free. I'm COVID free. Did you wear a butt mask just to be on the safe side? I, d- I double masked. How was the uh, how was the room? Was it like a, just a hotel or what? Oh, yeah, dude. It was gorgeous, man. We had like uh, like where where I chimed in on the podcast. We had a patio out back that overlooked this garden. They had nice. parrots in the garden. Like you could go check them out. There was there was this caretaker that was taking care of these parrots every day. Nice. And uh, yeah, it was chill, man. There was like stray cats. I was feeding cats one night uh, coming up to the to our like code? patio. <laughs> What's that? Is, that? is that code? You know, like wink, wink. Yeah. Stray cats. <laughs> but some Jamaican booty. But yeah, everybody was smoking. To, like everybody at the resort just comes up to you and like, hey, man, you good? You good? Once you get in, like how long? You it's party like, I can't hey, buy so like, any more weed. So on the resort, they're, they're walking around selling it? Well, they work there. They're like, oh, yeah. hey, I'm bartending, <laughs> but I also sell weed. You good, man? Like, yeah. I mean, is the it po- legal? Is marijuana legal there? Apparently, as of so. like two, three years ago, it was legal completely. But up until then, oh, really? it was only it was only legal if you were uh, Rastafarian because that's in their uh, their mm-hmm. religion. Yeah. So, um, but for everybody else, it was so you, I guess illegal. I mean, you've got a beard. But, is that close enough? <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was. Um, but yeah, everybody Rastafarian but, Jew. <laughs> but yeah, everybody selling. Everybody was approaching you with weed that worked at the resort. The because um, I talked to my cousin or uh, my girlfriend's cousin. He's like, dude, don't even bother trying to bring like a vape pen in or anything. Like, just as soon as you get there, everybody's selling, so don't worry about it. And uh, was it good the, shit though? It was all right. Um, yeah, but you, you, then you just have to smoke whatever's there. Like, you still want to bring your own like good shit, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I was I drinking the whole time too. So. <laughs> You'd be the first person to like, yeah. Would you get busted for it? Yeah, smuggling weed. Where really? Where like Jamaica? Really? You tried to smuggle weed out of Jamaica? No. Into <laughs> smuggle Japan, weed into Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be careful transporting it. I mean, when you go through a BWI now, you know they have the dogs, the drug sniffing. Oh, yeah, dogs. they're not. Yeah, they're not. Probably. They're not drug sniffing dogs. Though. They're bomb sniffing dogs. Bombs, yeah. It's no, it's cash sniffing dogs and gold sniffing dogs and Bitcoin sniffing dogs. <laughs> Let's be honest. They, those dogs can sniff anything, and they, yeah. As soon as they like, just I don't know, like piss on your luggage, they can search it because the dog did something. You know, like well, let's be honest, they're they're. So yeah, they had when we landed, there were so many Fed boys on the tarmac. Like while we were waiting to get off the plane, there was Homeland Security, there was the transport, the PWI, like cops or whatever they are, the transportation police, Port Authority or whatever they're called in Maryland. You know those road pirates that are at at the bottom of every bridge and by the tunnels mm-hmm. and everything like at all on all the highways and toll routes, just waiting to ruin your day. Um, there was a bunch of like, there was a whole bunch of them. Like uh, the girlfriend just tapped on the window. And she's like, oh, Alex, look out there. Like, and I just counted. There was probably about 10 of them out there just waiting for all the baggage. So yeah. So it's not just wait till you get there. Everybody's selling weed. Everybody is a weed dealer in Jamaica. So you'll be all right. That's awesome. Last time yeah. I was there, I was there like 25 years ago. It was a long time ago, but I bet oh, you wow. it hasn't changed. That Bob Marley much. was still guessing. alive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. I did go to the Bob Marley Museum. Did you go to uh, Did you go to Kingston? No, that was a little too far. It was probably that would have been about a two hour drive because we were on the north side of the island. And Kingston's on the south side, so um, that would have been a little bit of a hike. We were only there for five days. I recommend like. Give it a good week down there, because by the time we settled in, we're just like, ah, oh, damn, we got to go back already. Mm. So, 
I remember the city being <clears throat> sketchy as hell, man. Like, like I was glad, like we had like an escort when we were there, like a driver that would just kind of like walk around with us. And, you know, we just take him everywhere. As long as we were, had our escort, nobody bothered us. Right. But it's like a couple white, a white couple, like unattended is like, <laughs> yeah. like fresh meat to these people. Well, like, I, so I work with a Jamaican girl and she's tells me all the time. She's, we don't mess with the white people because there are tourists. And they said, if, if anyone messes with a, with a white tour or any tourist from, you know, anything at all, they will, the police will come and take them away. But it, it's just really aggressive, forest. obnoxious marketing of stupid. Oh, oh 100%. Kind of, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, yeah. In your face. Yeah. Trying to, you know, like just really like not a good vibe. Right. I mean, like, you appreciate the hustle on the resort, but they all have jobs. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, I got a good job. But like when we went off, when we went to the when we went to that that falls area, they walked us through this area of the park where you had all these, uh, you know, everybody's selling their trinkets and food and everything, but everybody's selling the trinkets and everything. We're all like trying to put it in your hand. And, uh, uh, Tara's cousin was like, dude, don't do it. If you even like take it in your hand, they'll try to haggle you and say, you bought it. Like you fucking right. bought it. Like, it's like so, the homeless people that give you the stickers, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we went on that cruise, it was in this little like Marina area and there was a huge dock for a cruise ship that was sitting there. So when we walked through there, everybody was trying to haggle too, but, you know, you just got to keep it moving. But I found it out is, in the country, though, it was a much better vibe, like up in the mountains and stuff like everybody was super chilled. Yeah. We went to this place like way up in the mountains where these Rastas were roasting coffee like over a fire by hand in like nice. the cinder block yeah. building with like roosters running around. So you go into this place that there's Rastas are roasting the coffee and you get to like pull up at this coffee <laughs> bar. Exactly. And like and you get you get some of the freshly made uh, roasted coffee and they mix it with uh, condensed milk. You get a little condensed milk to go with it. Nice. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty, pretty sweet living up there. Yeah. Joe, Joe said that Joe said uh, like the squeegee kids in Baltimore. But (laughs) but uh, yeah, it's true. It was funny when we were taking the bus when we first got there and landed and we're driving out because we were kind of out in the country. It was kind of that same vibe, Bab. You know, there was goats, there was chickens just free ranging. It was we were kind of out there, but um, yeah, there was there they weren't squeegee kids. They were like fruit boys. They're just trying to sell you fruit, like knocking on the windows when traffic was. Although, dying down, you know, if to- you get those tree ripened bananas, man, that can be that is so awesome. Like, did you get any of the, like the any, like, super any fresh produce out there? Dude, everything was so good. The food was just banging down there. Everything was so fresh. Um, fruit was amazing. But yeah, they they. uh yeah, it was more out in the country where we were. So it definitely, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me, Jamaica reminds me of like Pennsylvania, but with palm trees and a beautiful beach, you know, like clear water. It was just, I don't know, it's beautiful out there. So how are the roads and better tunes though, you know, <laughs> better tunes. How are the no, roads? No, not to disrespect our Pennsylvania Dutch <laughs> Amish and their traditional folk songs, but Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle's like, how's the roads? The, actually, the roads were surprisingly, they weren't bad, but the drivers were sketchy. It's all on the left side because, you know, former British colony. So everything yeah. was. Yeah, I never drove over there. The I, I We always went with the driver. <laughs> I remember this one roundabout, like, and I'm using the word roundabout generously. <laughs> it was basically like three roads coming together in like perfect, perfect angles, like to the center point <laughs> and right in the middle was like was actually like a a manhole and like a dude was in there 
right? <laughs> Directing. But, but no, no, he was just like seemed to be working in there for something. But meanwhile, all the traffic comes in at high speeds. It's not really a roundabout. It's just a point, right? Like <laughs> a self-organized traffic pattern, right? Like it's like, all right, I'm glad I'm not driving. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was cool though. I really liked it. I, I enjoyed uh, everybody's hustler and entrepreneurial spirit there. Definitely see it. You got to respect that. Like, I'm surprised they. You know, I guess their government is is really fucked up because with that kind of like salesmanship and and drive, like you think they would have like all the internet business in the world should be run out of yeah. Jamaica. Like, they're such good marketeers and and uh, salespeople. And tourism is their number one industry yeah. and then the second industry i found out was bauxite mining which is made in manufacturing aluminum there go you figure. go that's it yeah there was like a couple big ships like kind of like you see in baltimore where we're like loading this the, like rocks so, so i guess mining is like their second bauxite mining but i was unaware I they of that. need to st- they need to step up the reggae business okay like i feel like reggae should be like at least number two like I know bauxite's important, but <laughs> but anyways, that was Jamaica. What so, dude? Let's hear about Robbie the Fire and his porch show that you guys were at. Oh yeah, I was the lone person there. So oh, Otto didn't go. No, uh, I couldn't go. On- My wife was on vacation, so I was with the kids all this weekend. They don't like comedy. Not that type of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. It All was right, cool. Well, we could I'll we could save it. Us, yeah, we could save that for the after hours. Ooh, okay. Let's oh. save that. Yeah. Patreon.com slash punk rock libertarians. Little tease. Three dollars oh, a month. Oh, speaking of after hours, remember I promised to tell you the story about the concert that triggered a structural collapse. Oh yeah, I have a note here for that. All right. Making notes. Noted down for the after hours. So yeah, the Robbie the Fire thing was cool, but we'll save that for later. It was right. a good time. Good turnout, too. Well, so what happened in Clown World this week? Shit. Fauci resigned. Yeah, allegedly. Well, He's, I didn't see any. Around. I didn't see anything, but I like I just saw like a like a suggested headline from like USA Today or something. It was a video and it started like, oh, it, it, it was like it was almost like a state funeral. The way it was like, oh, he's was served so many presidents and he's did this and he was the number Ugh. one this and that i'm like you know why isn't it saying like you know the 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 guy who tortured beagles like shrouded in scandal who who funded gain of research uh, i mean gain of function research in wuhan like possibly responsible for the worst pandemic like the world has ever seen <laughs> like everybody seems to be stroking him on the way out so is that the uh, case so you were expecting the truth yeah they don't wouldn't it be they, nice they if he was that. like if this was like a humiliating I mean, he's so old. You can't say like he's retiring too early. That, that, that yeah, don't they need to scape? Don't they need to scapegoat somebody? Like, why not scapegoat that guy? You know, he's the question the regime. is like, will he go right to work for Pfizer, or is he going to just like uh, go right why. to Epstein's Island permanently? He's got a. He's. They just built a new house for him on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is he going to become a citizen of another country that doesn't have extradition to the United States? Like. Uh, pedophile tom hanks did going to like greece i don't know should shouldn't seriously shouldn't that guy be considered for charges for starting this whole uh pandemic thing and if there was such thing as a justice response 
I mean, why is there no justice in the world? I mean, zero. Has that God. all been proven? Well, the 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 the, the gain of function research was proven. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, we just happened to be trying to make this. <laughs> uh, take take the this type I guess of this it's hard coronavirus to like and make it more it susceptible, right? make it more deadly to humans. And then I oops, guess it happened to get come out in the same town we were doing this bioweapon research. Yeah. I, I'd say most people are unaware of that. I've never heard of that. I think it's at least worthy of a, of an investigation. That's all I'm saying. Like, you would really, so. we're going to investigate. We're we're they're raiding uh, uh, Trump for you know, or like going through his wife's wardrobe, but but, but nobody cares about Epstein Island. Uh, Dude, you need to calm down. List. All right, the Republicans are about to take control, and you know the Republicans are going to investigate. They're going to prosecute him. They're going to bring freedom back. That's what the Republicans are going to do. You like know, like Hillary, kind of like the way Hillary Obama. in jail. Remember the way Obama like, went after those torturers? Right. You remember he was like, yeah, we're going to get those those Abu Ghraib people. Yeah. Those torturers. And, and the he people did. Lied us right? into war in Iraq. And the, we're going to this. We're, oh, we're going to get them. Yeah. Don't yeah. expect much come November. <laughs> um, I'm still waiting for Obama to close Gitmo. Remember when he campaigned on that? <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah, Obama. We got to keep we got to keep it open for to send all Wait, these uh, individuals. I would send side. Fauci there. I would keep Gitmo open, but it would have one. <laughs> it would be Fauci, maybe Bill Gates. Um, let's you build know, our Gitmo it, list. Like, yeah, let's, let's uh, Gitmo list. yeah, let's do a prison swap at Gitmo. Let's start. <laughs> I'm no. willing to take every prisoner at Gitmo and just say, look, here are the keys to the White House. I'm sorry. <laughs> have at it. You know, like, I don't know. It has not. It is still open. No, I'm saying, open. but weren't they talking about closing it or like there's a deadline for it to be closed or something? I thought, Kyle, you're shaking your head. Do you, no, do you know anything so. about that? Yeah, I mean, so that what, was Obama's thing know? was he was going oh, to close oh. it. Yeah, I thought that was something of recent. I heard that they were going to close it, but I, I, I don't remember. I think there's people still it. rotting away there due to like getting like uh, snitched on for some bullshit. They fucking had a guy there like early there a guy there for like on 10 terror. years. He was dead for like 10 years and he just it was the wrong guy. They literally captured mm. the wrong guy who had like the same name, but it was like the wrong guy. And everyone knew he was the wrong guy, but they couldn't As get if him. There's a right guy to indefinitely right. detain yeah. without charges. Yeah. Okay. Of, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, they literally picked all up like a taxi guy. driver or something. <laughs> it's just for, like, wait, They're all the wrong guy. It was a great yeah, way to get rid of your enemies. Oh, that guy like, Oh, he's sitting on my girlfriend. I'm going to, I'm going to go snitch on him. You know, like, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but like that's just that's just the level of competency that you just you should expect when you're dealing with the federal government. This is the freaking deep capacity. state, though, that seems to be calling yeah. the shots with yeah. with the with the United States government. I mean, the the FBI is completely out of control. Um, you know, as this sort of political police, federal police, political like I mean, is this like could it be more Gestapo like secret police doing like political uh, hit? hits have have they brought any charges against trump yet they're waiting uh, oh they're waiting. waiting right they gotta because they gotta they gotta make sure he, he doesn't run for president they gotta do everything yeah. they can to make sure that. i highly i highly recommend uh everybody to listen to the, i'd listen to michael malice today and he had uh robert barnes who's a uh i guess he came on and discussed the fbi raid and also the alex jones trial but um he's a constitutional and civil rights lawyer 
And um, I guess he had him on before and kind of walked him through the Rittenhouse trial. But I was I was really impressed just listening to it today. And it's just, dude, what's going on with the Alex Jones trial and what this FBI raid? It's just Michael Malice interview. Yeah, it was really good. This um, this attorney that he had on um, just kind of breaking down the FBI raid and just how many anomalies there are, how how like the judge, the judge who ordered it, the magistrate, um, the way it works with like federal, they basically fish. So all these departments f- try to find like, so the FBI was like, hmm, what judge would sign off on this? And this judge has ties to like Epstein. He was the yeah, one. Exactly. That yeah. He they don't even allow- try to hide this shit anymore. They <laughs> Dude, don't even care. They don't even try judge- to hide their tracks. Yeah, so the feds can go to any judge where, and this dude, like, where they're going to find the guy. They're going to, like, who would sign off on this shit? Like, it's going to be, be a generation or two before, like, all the Epstein judges die out. You know what I mean? Right. There's always going to be one that's Epstein affiliated they can well, go to. This judge cleared him in, like, 2004 or five when he was facing, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, yeah, going back. Yeah, the then. first time he got arrested. The first time he got arrested for, you know, what for Jesus Christ? I mean, we live in clown world, but it just breaking. He broke it down just how the judge wrote off on this uh, warrant. Um, the Aren't fact- these the same people? A lot of the same people that did the Russiagate hoax. A hundred percent. So that's so then they bring in that. So and let's just let's just remember that the Russiagate mm-hmm. hoax was an intentional ploy by the deep state to to subvert democracy the greatest threat to democracy these these bastards literally took it upon themselves to intervene and and to to deny one particular shithead the the throne i don't care who you know like you know how i feel about the role but there's no denying that these people they took a bow for it they stood up and said we did it we we interfered and we we protected you know like you nailed it. You nailed it. That's what's going on. I think it goes back to that. And then also with this recent election and there's just all there's probably they were trying to get after information that he had that has all the dirt on the FBI and this whole like past four or five years. It wasn't looking. They were just trying to find whatever he might have of documents showing these like the corruption. So that's what this ultimately is about. So definitely, definitely recommend listening to that episode with this attorney. Oh, I want to he, check that out. So maybe you can post the link or something. Yeah, let me find it. Um, and I'll post. Remember, it these are the people that um, the, were, did these uh, were these some of the same experts that told us that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop had mm-hmm. all the, the earmarks right. of, of Russian propaganda. Disinformation. Okay, not just propaganda. Yeah, disinformation. <laughs> like seriously, and people are still looking at these guys as some kind of credible figures. I well, mean, what were we just not what were so we just much. talking about the anniversary of earlier? The the Ruby Ridge anniversary. Yeah, that was uh, today, I believe, or yesterday. I was thinking, what at what time period was the FBI not involved in the most horrible, nastiest, murderous, most racist? A most corrupt political crap. I mean, they were found guilty of, you know, being a part of uh, Martin Luther King's death, you know, like assassination. Like they were found. Yeah, they, liable yeah, they tried to that. get him to commit suicide, like through a weird blackmail plot, you know, like 
that's like there's no time period where they're not like just the scum villains yeah, of the it's, story. It's, so when people say, oh, make America great again or reform, we need just need to reform it. No, reform is a lie. Like it was never good. It shouldn't exist. It never should have existed. Right. So if now you, the right, like the Trump people are saying defund the FBI. Is that what we're is that? You know, abolish the FBI. Let's not use this defund dang. language. That seems sketchy. How about this? Fire those bastards. I mean, immediately. but immediately. But no, wait, wait, wait. No, no. Because if I mean, who's Kyle going to serve coffee to and coffee cake if the FBI is defunded? <laughs> Kyle, do you want to weigh in on defense of the FBI here on behalf of your people? Um, I mean, I, I do like to play devil's advocate sometimes, but I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big uh People, you, people, anarchists think, oh, I'm always going to defend the government, but like they are, they are doing sketchy things. Like I don't, I don't, I can't, I'm not going to take their side. I mean, I watch a lot of crime shows and sometimes they get called in on, uh, you know, stuff that crosses state lines or, you know, a fugitive or something goes across uh, multiple states and they're trying to track somebody. So, you know, there are real villains out there, but they are, tend to be petty criminals. I, I don't really see them doing anything um, to take down any any big fish. Well, they did plot to uh, to assassinate the governor of Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that's, right? that's kind of I call that a big fish. Yeah, so that imagine, was an entrapment situation, right? I totally forgot about that. So, like, look at all this dirt that was going on that Trump probably has, you know, privilege to or like these documents of all this bullshit. So they're trying to go after raid his comp raid Mar-a-Lago while he's not there to try to like cover their ass. That's what I think this is about. I think it's just to, just to make him unelectable. That to do too. It takes I think to there's, a, the there's so many angles. Cycle. Yeah. Because they, they know that he's going to beat any Republican and he's definitely going to beat Joe Biden. Like if given the chance, I mean that, that creep, like, you know, the big guy, pedo Pete. I mean, like <laughs> this guy has no critics in public right now. Right. Like, an actual critic to him that gets media attention is just they can't stand the idea. So they're just they're just doing everything they normally do to keep that from happening. Probably going to work. I was waiting for more information to come out, like why why the raid happened, what did they find? But so far, I haven't heard anything. You know, I haven't heard I haven't heard that they found anything. Maybe they did. Well, have we heard from, do do we know which script writer they hired for this (laughs) miniseries? I mean, that's the other thing. He's such a big political fish that it's like, you know, uh, this could all be political. It could all be trying to, um, could be discredit him for the 2024 election. I mean, at that level, you just don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. It's like there's not told to us. No, there's I think all, we do all the while Jan Six, this like kangaroo court that's going on, and Liz Cheney, and this, it's it's just Man. political theater. Hilarious. Just, at, I mean, at tragic, point, we but know. hilarious. I, I, at I, this, no, at this point, we know the FBI has nothing on Donald Trump because as soon as he got that, that you know, the was it the investigator on him, we're like, oh my god, we're gonna find out any day now that he had ties to Russia and he was a Russian asset this entire time. Like that was the consensus of like the, the media and it lingered on for two years and no one, nothing happened. And eventually it was like, yeah, we don't have anything. What we did he actually get? That. What did he actually get impeached for? Holding up the arms deal. Quid pro quo. 
Right, right, yeah. right. He, he nah. slowed up some weapons to a bunch of Nazis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and then he got impeached a second time. I don't even fucking know. Who cares? Like, fuck him. Like, fuck him. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them all. But uh, no, so this is the same thing. If he had something in his safe that was so incredibly awful, a, they would have they would have known that he took it within a month after him leaving office. And B, they wouldn't have waited almost two years to do it. That's they're too. doing they're yeah. only doing what this. What were they doing in Melania's bedroom with right? her underwear? That's what I feel like. Listen, you know, somebody needs to answer for that. Yeah. <laughs> were there national secrets like in her panty drawer? Like <laughs> like Hey man, that's the Hoover. Like that's the Herbert Hoover or no uh, Jagger Hoover special right there. Taking taking some clothes, taking some panties and shit like the that. The FBI panty raid. Fucking what the hell? I think it. You know what? I think that was just part of their sort of pay, um, just sort of uh, power demonstration. You know, just sort of flaunting, just a flex to be like, yeah, we're gonna even go through your wife's underwear drawer. Like yep. that's just a three-letter agencies. I don't want to get out of here without talking about the uh, the new IRS. Training Dude, video. The, oh yeah, can we see some of those images or some of that video from Send that me training? The, hold thing? on, let me dig up the memes. <laughs> oh god, oh I, my god, we found so I found a smorgasbord of memes. Yeah, let me get those. I got them. That guy in a wheelchair pointing a gun at an unarmed person in the back. Like it's so <laughs> awful. Like in the training video, so tragic and a terrible. So if you guys, if you haven't seen the training videos, <laughs> so they go in and they're showing examples of what they would arrest people for. And one of the, one of the, the trainees says he's demonstrating how he would arrest somebody. He goes, you're under arrest for conspiracy. We're looking at says who would win on the left. It says an entire IRS death squad. It's got the dude in the wheelchair with the taser or fake gun. Plus a bunch of like housewives behind him. Yeah. And then and, and then it says one soggy like, I guess what would be um, body armor if they had plates in it. I'm not sure what they're actually or they're just hunting vests. Just or I'm vests, not sure yeah. what they're wearing. <laughs> and but then, the way uh, they all hide behind the guy in the wheelchair is pretty cool too. Like use that guy for cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and if, he's look at I the remember, smile on his face. He's just so the happy to be right, the original photo. You. Like there's a guy with his back to him, isn't it? Isn't he like yeah. looking at like some so, yes. unarmed guy with like at his back? Yeah, like, because oh, he like. He, well, in the video, <laughs> like, oh yeah, here's the video. They're like, oh, this is, there's a different one, but they're like, oh, you're under arrest for like having a truck that you didn't tell us about. Yeah, like that. that was the thing. They sold this, so they sold this to us as they're going after people for four hundred thousand dollars or more a year. They're trying to get as much money for all these people hiding tax, like what taxable yeah. funds. But in the demonstration, what they're showing these people, what example, what we would arrest someone for? It was of a lawn service guy who bought a second yeah, truck. They blurted out. They, they they no tell you it's not a secret, secret conspiracy. They just tell you the whole plot. Well, yeah, line. they're like, because oh, every yeah. supervillain has to do that. Okay. Anybody, if you've watched any James Bond film, you know that at a certain point, the villain like will evil. tell James Bond every evil detail. Okay. Here it is. Right. And then meanwhile, just do it. Meanwhile, the cover story is that, oh, we're going to go and we're going to tax Jeff Bezos and we're going to make him pay his fair share. Meanwhile, they're going after like the poor immigrant guy that like, is starting a lawn new, service. New with, like one squad. Old, yeah, the, the guy has like two pickup trucks from like 1995. And, you know, he only claimed one of them. Like, this is a real criminal. 
<laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Crouch behind damn. the wheelchair, dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. But I like the way I like the uh, the way how inclusive their death squad is. You got to give them credit for that. <laughs> right. right. They didn't have any women of color. Oh, uh, well, wait, hold on. Bring it back oh, up. That one looks kind of well. No, you're. I, I'd say you're right. But the well, dude has like has a tint. The dude, yes. yeah, the dude's definitely Indian or something. Well, he's BIPOC. Well, and then four I, well, women, four they're like, women hiding get, behind. Let's just the get the Indian the guy in the wheelchair to just cover all of our bases. <laughs> yeah, right. I would That's totally the, be hiding behind that dude as well. Like, I'm checks off like, yeah, he's for diversity hire. They're using get the crippled kid as like a human shield. <laughs> it's like in South Park That's, Operation, you know, Human Shield or whatever. The movie, the first South Park movie. I know. Yeah. Oh, geez. That's it's up. the ultimate in in woke taxation enforcement. <laughs> it's a lot I more mean, agents. I mean, it sounded really bad when they were like, they're hired 87,000 new IRS agents. But then you saw the, the docs and you're like, okay, I think, I think we'll be all right. They're like, must be willing to use lethal force. You know, like these that job, those job oh, descriptions are no joke. That. They deleted that. They did. Yeah, after it went public or it went yeah. viral, they took yeah. that. They deleted that. Mm-hmm. They yeah, remember, like, I mean, but just remember all the other stories about how many rounds of ammo they bought or how many shotguns. And I mean, come on, these guys have an arsenal like that would probably. I mean, doesn't, listen, doesn't, guys, I just want to put it out there. Go get these jobs, people. If you if you don't if you're like they don't know who you are, go in there and get the jobs. Get the keys to that arsenal. Get in there. Get it. Did it get didn't those, the Department of Ed buy like 500,000 rounds of like. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> NASA this is for entertainment purposes, team. but we, we can get back to this on the uh, after hours, uh, specifically at the at the Fed informant level. Patreon.com uh, oh, wow. slash punk rock libertarians. Yeah. PRLfans.com. Find out other ways to donate to the show. For as little <laughs> but, yeah. as $500 a month, you can get access to the Fed level. Right. But one, but seriously, I mean, they're probably going to hire, the IRS is going to hire people probably the, the same way that the, the TSA did. Okay. <sighs> TSA, what did they do? They advertised on pizza boxes and they got these fat pieces of shit with delusions of grandeur and little petty power trips. Oh. You want to hear yeah, something about the exact TSA same people, story, right? Don't talk about that like that. I got a TSA anyway, story, dude. No, no, no. Gonna, let me real quick. Side okay, note, this story. My wife just got back from South Carolina. She flew down to South Carolina. Her friend bought her. They, she bought two tickets with her Southwest app. They flew down to, they got, went down, no issue. They got down to South Carolina. On the way back up, they, TSA said, there's, your name doesn't match the name on the boarding pass. You're not allowed to be on this plane. And they wouldn't let my wife through through security. My wife had to physically buy another plane ticket. What, did, what was wait, wrong? What, what, what did, did it say on the plane the name ticket? Say? Her, it said her friend's name. Her friend's name was on the ticket, not her name. Because even though her friend bought two tickets and they let her go through security from Baltimore to, to South Carolina, but not from South Carolina to to uh, to Baltimore. So she oh, had to wow. buy at like at like five in the morning. She had to buy another plane ticket, a two hundred dollar <laughs> plane ticket just to come back. You know what? I would just I would call the credit card and just say that, you know what? That's extortion. That was a That's fraudulent coercion. charge. Just right. Say, you know, I was under duress, and that is not a valid contract when you're under duress like that. For real. For real. Like that's, that's fucked she, up. Yeah. I was I was fucking pissed. Dude, I tried to block that. I blocked the whole TSA experience out from the trip to Jamaica, <laughs> but I try to. I mean, granted. Would you say, would you say it Jamaica crazy? 
Well, now, what you crazy? Did, did you use a did you use a strategy, or did you get scanned, or did you go for the the feel up, or did you do the dual rotator? I had no cuff choice. As, as I method? totally forgot. Yeah, I I blocked this portion of the trip out. Um, but going so they they it was like a like sort of a like a, a violation. Yeah, it was coerced. Uh, leaving Baltimore, so going through TSA one, I, I posted in the Mises chat. In our, and and they have this huge board where they're showing the line at delay times and very Orwellian, something out of a dystopian movie. And you had the whole kind of, I don't know who the fuck that, I mean, who cares? Nobody would know, but it's such a like status shrine going through the, the TSA. They had a big screen TV with the, uh, whoever, the department head of the Homeland Security giving you know, if you see something, say something, giving a whole like, and thanks for, yeah, and feel, dear yeah. customers, we work hard here at the TSA to ensure your safety, you know, like a whole propaganda video. It's and it's just like, oh God, like, and awful. granted when I, I, I paid to park. So I just took the biggest hit on my vape pen. Cause I'm like, I gotta be high as shit to go through this TSA. Cause I'm going to lose my shit. Like I gotta <laughs> be like mellow as fuck. Just kind of just skirting through here. Just. Because, dude, my anxiety going through that. Shit. All right. Well, what what strategy they had no did choice. you use? They did had they no choice. You? They said they you, you have to. I said no. I want to go through like the scanner, and they said no. You got to go to like the full body, arms up, don't shoot. And I was like, I do not want to go through that. You for, but, you forgot the dual rotator cuff method. Dual rotator cuff. Yeah. Just now. Just so everybody knows. Okay. Uh, what you do is you you, you say. You tell the like if you can't do this physically, raise your arms. Oh, they yeah, can't yeah. do the scan. Gotcha. So they say, "Well, hi, I'm sorry. I was told to tell you that due to uh, a fo- old football injury, <laughs> I can't lift my arms higher than this." Yeah, that five touchdown like, game okay. against him high. Right. No. So anyway, that's a good. That's point, a good strategy. I did it a couple times successfully. I don't fly very often though, but I did it. I did it, and it worked several times. And I found out that they don't have to give you a punitive pat down either. Okay. Ah, they just send you through the regular get, detector. You get the magnetometer and a hand swab. Okay. Now, knowing you, of course, Alex, make sure you don't have any residual compounds on your skin. Okay. If you use yeah. this method. Okay. That's a good strategy, Babs. I like it. But yeah, know that know about the swab though, because that might be relevant depending on you know just your lifestyle. How, how the last time this, I went though, was this what's recent, that? Babs? Was this recent? Uh, within like, I think maybe five years and eight years. So, you know, Hey, it could always be That's, different. It's always changing. So Jared, what right. was your experience? Like, I mean, dude, I mean, the last I time I went there. through, I mean, I just go, I usually just go through the hands up, you know, dick out, whatever. Dick out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the last time I went through, I guess, and my guess is because they didn't have like a female working there, but they let all of the women go through like the regular metal detector. They were like, all right, all women through the metal detector, like the, just the regular, like going to the stadium, like metal. Detector. So they didn't have any like female TSA agents to do the friskings or whatnot. I think that's what it the, was or to do the gazing at the, at their naked bodies. The when the scanner. When right. I went to Reno for coming from BWI, and I'm, I know I'm setting myself up here, joke here, but I didn't, they didn't make me go through anything. They were just like, go through the metal detector. And I was like, okay. And they just like, go through. And it went off like the metal detector went off, but no one said anything to me. 
And I was like, and I just looked around and I said, well, I'm not waiting for, I'm not waiting for you. So yeah, I just went ahead. Not. Right. Like, it's, not it's, like when you, it's like when you're at the supermarket and it goes off, you're not like sitting there like, yeah, you know, I, waiting for the I, cashier to come up to you. But the thing is, is that right. they were putting, they were sending other people to the, you know, the thing where, you know, the full x-ray hands up, don't shoot, you know, they were, they were sending everyone through that, but like, they were like, okay, yeah, like, I, I don't know. They were just like, you go through, like, go through this. Well, right I, I've here. seen it where there's like, like okay. two lines, but then they kind of decide like, okay, you go this yeah. way, you go that way. But with the dual rotator cuff, it means now <laughs> one time I start, they started to give me the pat down. <laughs> the the podcast. Dual right. Dual rotator cuff. I love it. They started to give me the pat down. Right. And then the one guy says to the other guy, he goes, well, wait a minute. This is a medical opt out. It, it wasn't like a, a voluntary thing. So we don't have to do the pat down confirming that it was punitive. OK, if you right. say, oh, I opt out of the scanner, you get the punitive pat down. And that's when they grab your balls like they right. literally they go up the side of your leg until they, quote unquote, meet resistance. And that resistance is your balls. But if you have a medical opt out, there's there's no way that you're smuggling anything dangerous onto the plane. Right. Well, it's it's it only doesn't really matter. The point right. is, and they discussed like it amongst themselves. Employee. So we're like, okay. okay, so we don't have to, we don't have to do it. And then they were just kind of like hanging around, and then I just left. And um, <laughs> that's what I did too. I just walked away. Did they wait? Did they wave you though? Did they do the wait? The... I guess they must have. But I, I, I yeah. guess at some point they told me I could go. But uh, you know, I, I really don't. It's want all to arbitrary. I can't stand I mean, sometimes. The whole, I can't stand the whole thing. That's why, like yeah. now, I drive with my camper, and and like literally, I'd rather drive across the country than fly there. Same here. That that's why I opted to drive the Reno, even though that was insane. I just but you can't but, drive to Jamaica. Yeah. You can't. Unfortunately, yeah, you can't. I'm going to Hawaii too, and that's that would be a tough drive. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long boat ride. Yeah. That's a long way to swim. Or yeah. yeah, Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. That's it. Seems so far away, dude. That's gonna yeah. be nice, man. You could get like all the boogaloo, like official luau. Oh yeah, shirts. dude. I'm I'm coming back with just a whole new wardrobe, man. Hell yeah. My my friend texted me this week and he said, um, "What's wrong with the TSA? Or what do you have against the TSA?" <laughs> He's like, I'm like, is he the guy that just started? What's the the meme? The guy that just started figuring things out. <laughs> no, he, you know, he he's just a he's a non political friend, and uh, you know, he just sees them as like the uh, friendly blue shirt security people. And I was like, oh. well, uh, I mean, they, um, you know, I I you see like these friendly security people, and I see the Gestapo, right? I'm Dude. like, these people are patting you down. They're they're invading your privacy. They're throwing away your your three ounce toothpaste and. Uh, right, you never know what to dogs. fucking pack. I mean, yeah. like the, they're stealing your like, iPads, your jewelries. They're right. looking for Indian tourists specifically to target for theft. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them have been arrested for theft. Zero terrorists have been caught. They fail all the tests when they try to get actual weapons and shit through. The the tests are awful. So there's no security benefit of any kind. It's a it's a it's a theft of property. It's an invasion of privacy and. Um, the, the, but it's a, I mean, it's a, what's good well, about it? Well, like, it's a money. It's a, it's a boondoggle for the security state. Absolutely. It is. I mean, you know, it's a, a $10 billion budget or whatever they've got. And then, you know, the government created the situation that has caused this extra security to be needed, you know, because they, they bombed the middle East. 
right? Did so I they, they pissed off so many people that, you know, but it's security in- theater. It's not even security. It's just yeah. to make people feel inconvenienced enough to think they're security. And all yeah, while there's an employee say, entrance around the back that nobody even checks IDs. <laughs> it's like, a false sense like of it's security. All, it's all to inconvenience you, right? Yeah. In, in, in the public and then behind the scenes, nobody gives a shit. No. Well, yeah, it's it's very annoying, and um, you know, I, I explained that to him. I was like, "Yeah, I, I can't stand it." And and, it's, and then it, there's it's, the part where they touch your balls. Okay. Yeah. The one time I before I did the rotator cuff, they were doing they were giving me the <laughs> pat down, and I said, "Look, if you," I, I had gone to Ernie Hancock's conference to do a presentation, and 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 I had to fly. I didn't want to, but I ha- I flew, and they were giving me the pat down. And I said, "If you touch my balls, I'm going to call the police." You know, and like, what do we need to get a supervisor in here? I said, I don't know, but if you touch my balls, I'm calling the police. And I just started saying it louder and louder. Like, if you touch my balls, I'm gonna <laughs> call the cops. That's the thing. It's as That's, nobody I, remembers. You know just, now my next door neighbor just heard me say that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know I'm doing a stupid podcast. are you gonna get arrested again for the second time live on air are you gonna have a police interaction live on the podcast no i don't think so but i have a a new neighbor over there i haven't met yet and i've been it'd be a funny way to introduce myself but um (laughs) that's funny can you imagine having james as your neighbor like the most base shit ever (laughs) hello neighbor but like who is the oh wilson like like Basby yeah. and your Wilson, you know, or mm-hmm. come, come, coming by the fence line, giving uh, life advice. Hello, Mr. Bab. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the uh, but that's the thing going through the line at the TSA. There was a couple older individuals that I could tell were just frustrated. And it's that's the thing. Like, I, I remember flying without the TSA. And looking around at a couple, I remember people, flying like, before you had to take your shoes off. Yeah, like, and I was and pissed off before yeah. the TSA when you had to take your your belt off or whatever, and like go through, like what, like like where's the search warrant? Where's the search warrant? There's a you whole know, generation like, that just thinks this is just normal, and it's just going to oh, be yeah. normalized. Even you know, well, yeah. When Shannon went to um, Charleston for her bachelorette party. She got like the pat down, even though she went through the thing, she still got the pat down. And then like she was like complaining they do that to, to attractive women. I know. And she was complaining to her other friend that was with her on the on the bachelorette party. And her friend was like, oh, well, they're just doing that to keep you safe. Like, don't be don't get so uh, bad. And I was yeah, like, when they, when they your, that, I was your like, labia, that's to right. keep you safe. Yeah, right. What happened like, to believe yeah, well, all women? Like I was assaulted by a government agent. Believe all women. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I told her it's the, the just people are, people, people are sheep. Through. People are sheep. But you know what? People have to go through these gymnastics. Otherwise, they have to accept the fact that they're they're tolerating that kind of violation. Right. Yeah. Like then you have to be like, yeah, I was just violated as well. Right. And some people just can't handle that. Well, it's also just the, you know, the kind of like the bystander effect where it's like everyone sees it happening. Nobody does anything about it. So everyone just assumes like this is a normal thing. You know? Yeah, they have to they have to put their hands in your grandmother's pants. Right. right? And like just, for, you know, to, to protect you. Like what? I mean, they, they, this is Dude, you know, I saw them pull aside my own uh, world my whole life. It seems like. Yeah, I saw them pull aside a couple with a baby and they were like spraying stuff. Dude, it was like, what the fuck? man? 
Jeez. Yeah, it's... Well, that's, that's why I recommend that. just avoiding them if possible. I mean, but like, I don't want to be cut off from the world, right? So yeah. uh, now maybe you could, if you were rich enough, you could do like private flights. What about like uh, the clear, what about like the clear past the TSA thing? Like nah, subject you got to give them all that, that info. It's yeah, called subject- the pre-abuse program. Right. Where you can get, <laughs> you like, get it all out of the way. Violated ahead of time before <laughs> right. your flight. I mean, look, you know, already they got still reserve info, the right. right to grab your balls if they look worthy. There's, yeah. there's global entry and there's TSA pre-check. And I, I, I haven't done those things, but I, I should. I probably fly, uh, you know, four times a year or something like that. I think you give so. them your uh, social media passwords, a stool sample. What else is included, <laughs> Kyle? <laughs> your firstborn. I don't know. I, I think money is the main motivator behind yeah, that. Right. I mean, technically, you're supposed to be able to fly um, without any ID at all. Like, there's no, like, the whole, like, super security apparatus on domestic, I believe you can still do it. They might, like, put you in that. a room for 12 hours. But uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I believe if you're if you're determined enough, you can fly domestic. You sound like the people that are ID. like, well... Well, the, the, you know, the the uh, income tax isn't real, right? You, you don't <laughs> have to pay that, right? Granted, I've never done this. Just I did it. Hold this. I, you know, like you flew with I no did. ID. Yep. No, I, actually, sure. I forgot I'm my ID. Sure I was in, this was like uh, 2012. Right, I'm sorry. No, no. Sorry. This was 2001. Uh, I was right after it was the that Thanksgiving time right after September 11th. And TSA was in a full effect. I mean, they had already implemented all that shit. And I remember I forgot my ID. It was a, I was only a teenager at the time. I didn't even have a, like a license or a driver's you know, permit or anything like that. But I had like this little state issued ID just to get on the plane. But I forgot it. <laughs> and in order to and I, w- I was flying with just me. It was it was me and my cousin. We were flying down and he forgot his itinerary and I forgot my ID. <laughs> and we were I was like. 12 no I was, yeah i was like 12 or 13 something like that and they were like i guess we got to let them on the plane and they were like because i had a ticket and they're like ah. so they let they straight up like stripped me like in front of everybody and i was a i was a teenager and like they the uh, they made me unbuckle my pants pull down my pull down my pants right below like dick level what the and fuck? in front of everybody, they ran their hands all inside my inside my uh my underwear, like all the way around my boxers, <laughs> and then maybe pull my shirt all the way up, and they they were like, dude, they were doing all this stuff in front of everybody. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, this is not okay. So like, kids clear. <laughs> yeah, kids clear, and I got a huge raging boner. <laughs> you were the TSA. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go jerk DSA off in the, in the bathroom, guys. Yeah, no, it was, that was a long hard time hard. ago, though. And like, they did that in front was of everybody, like in front first, of everybody. And I'm a minor. They didn't take you behind three the screen. months of their, uh, you know, it, it, it was like that. I'm but sure. my pants were down. My pants were down. And he was doing that. Now, I don't know if you get up to them and they say, you know, ID and, and ticket. And you say, I don't have an ID. I don't know what happens, but I'm guessing you don't go through. I, yeah, I mean, they don't go through. The guy happened. It happened in front of me when I was on my way to uh, Reno. It happened. They do not. They like the guy said, you're not allowed to come through security. You can't come through security. You can't go. And then they were, she was laughing about it. She's like, this guy thinks he can board a plane without a without no stupid or without no license. How you can't do that. You got to have ID. <laughs> and, like, he's going off about it. Yeah. yeah. Global. 
Craig says that a uh, global entry and pre-check is fine, minimal privacy sacrifice, but clear was a tool they were using for COVID contact tracing and jab mandate to fly uh, if it ever passed. Pass. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I understand, you know, like if you're going to fly outside, you know, like over oceans and stuff, what are you going to do? Take a boat. I mean, fl- take a, take a private charter fl- flight. I mean, helicopter. Jesus. Can a helicopter make it to Hawaii? Probably not, right? Unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Babs, I know you wanted to mention uh, the passing of Michael Ben Eric. Oh Come yeah, on. rest in peace. Like uh, I don't know how he died, but um, I, I I was saddened to hear the news. Did you guys? He died hear on any August eleventh, uh, twenty twenty-two. Uh, but he was the two thousand four. A libertarian uh, presidential candidate. I never got a chance to. Says meet he him. died from heart failure at his home in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, I so. took his, uh, and I think Babs, you took the his book. Good to be, uh, good to be king. It's, oh yeah, uh, um, yeah. He gave a whole class on the Constitution, and when you brought up like, oh yeah, I think you could travel the world without a an ID, or you could travel without an ID. I remember there's a. It just goes through the entire constitution. There's people that are ballsy, like sovereign citizens that are like, you know what? Fuck it. I am not registering my car. And there was a whole chapter in there that are like basically registering your vehicles unconstitutional. And this person just registered with a VIN number. Yeah. got a lot of flack and probably had to fight, fight the man, but pulled it off. But yeah, it was in the, that was cool. Yeah. Michael Ben gave that whole class and just kind of broke it down of real world situations of people just sticking to their guns. So yeah, when I, he was when I met Michael, Michael Badnerick he, was radical. Yeah, when I met him, he had like a manuscript version of this. It was like printed at Kinkos, like a like <laughs> a like version. And this was when before the nomination to the LP, and he'd come around like the Montgomery County Libertarians or whatever. And um, and anyway, I just got like we got like a last minute notice that like he was on tour, like somebody was uh, driving him around in a car, like all over the country. He's like, hey, we're gonna be in the area, so we're like. We threw put together a meeting in a brewery, and he came out. And um, uh, you know, I you know, I was a fan, you know, from that point on. And that was, you know, later we had guys like Aaron Russo, you know, that was like that time period. And um, uh, but anyway, then he won the nomination, and then he did all kinds of stuff with us in Pennsylvania over the years, both before the nomination, after he got the nomination, like. When he was doing his constitution class, like yeah, I drove up to Harrisburg one time for that uh, all day, and uh, but that was after he ran. But when he was running, I, my my brother and I think my dad met him at they had a like a hundred some people meet up at a Denny's in Reading, and he came. <laughs> like, what the fuck is up, Denny? <laughs> He's like, what you the know, fuck, he, Michael Pendrick, presidential candidate? The fuck's up, Denny's in Reading? <laughs> I remember his speech at the I guess it was the Atlanta convention, right? The LP convention. Um, Aaron Russo. Um, there was another guy drawn a blank on one of the other guys' names, but there were more popular candidates than him. But he was kind of like the the one that everyone could agree on because like the bigger guys had been feuding mm-hmm. and like couldn't agree to like support the other, but they were both willing to support Michael Badnarik. But like he had nothing; he had no resources. But he was a pretty good, you know he had some really good libertarian rhetoric and he had hardcore libertarian sound bites you know he was like the and, last base libertarian presidential candidate 
Yeah, he, you know, and he he delivered. You know, he delivered on on strong, especially on self defense. You know, and like it was just perfect to like set him loose on on self defense issues, uh, stuff like that. Um, you know, he just. Uh, you know, he really he really put his heart and soul into it. So it's a real loss, I think. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. And it, there was a cool band. The first I think the first time I heard about him, I would honestly it had to have been this band called First Blood. They they played his whole like, what are you going to do? You know, that famous speech his YouTube speech, like, what are you going to do when they come for all your property? And like, what are you, what are you, like, what are you going to do when is it time for you to fight back? That little speech he has, it's on YouTube. First they, Blood they, had that speech in it? First Blood had that speech oh, in there, I think. Back in, like, 2011. That was when I first really? heard about him. Yeah. We got to find that. And that's why, like, they're pretty dope. And the First Blood, I love First Blood, man. They're The band's fucking rocks. But they don't get a lot of credit, I think, because they went hard against the government during Obama years. And if they just released the album a few years prior when Obama was in office, it would have been cool. But, like, or when Bush was in office. But since Obama was in, like, no one really cared about what they had to say in the punk and hardcore scene. Whatever. Black. I like is Carl. Carl's the lead singer. He's do, he's dope. I messaged out to him one time. We had talked about playing different songs at the end of the podcast. And I reached out to him. And I think Matt was like worried about us getting taken down and asking for permission or whatever. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, I might use your music on for like one of our episodes where it's my turn to pick. And he was like, and I was like, is that cool? And he's like, yeah, well, hell yeah, man. If you guys are still playing my music and that's great with me. I'm like, no problem. So that was cool. I got to reach out to him. But uh, anyway, um, I guess it's about it for tonight. Oh, God, man. We got after hours. We got, a, we got some topics for after hours. Yeah, man. Oh, I got, yeah. We, got, we got a cool new follower on, on Instagram that I think you guys would like to hear. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Big name. Big time. Big, big time. time I, was, I, I literally double taked on this one. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I messaged you guys immediately when I saw it come through, but. Message us a picture of his boner. Yes, yes. It was very small, so you couldn't see it. But it was there, I promise. I had a magnifying glass. (laughs) Anywho, but uh, thanks for checking us out, guys, and um, really appreciate it. Please go over to our YouTube, like, and subscribe, and do all the, you know, all the simple stuff. Introduction to the Constitution with Michael Yeah, you got the book. You got the DVD. Hell yeah. $120. That ain't bad at all. Shit. Dude, yeah, I just posted class. this PDF. I just I just dug it up. Yeah, this was a uh, like a flyer we I made for Michael. Like whenever we do these things, like yeah, it's like a like a just an ad. Yeah, selling his book, a six DVD set, six and a DVDs. two hour mini course for one hundred and twenty bucks. I think this is where this video came from that I was talking about uh, before in the first blood played. I think that's where that came from. We'll, but no, we'll dig cool. up the docs for the after hour. <clears throat> yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we'll but uh, yeah. So please follow us on Instagram. Dude, I put like some of the dankest memes on our Instagram, and we're 500 people short away from 20,000 followers. So please <laughs> like us on Instagram. Follow us at Punk Rock at Punk Rock Liberty on Twitter, and um, also we got T-shirts for sale over at LibertarianCountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more, use a 20%, you get a 20% discount if with the code PRL2. Also, PRLfans.com. That's plenty of other ways to donate to the show. If you guys don't like using Patreon for our after hours podcast, which we're going to record right after this, we're going to talk about all sorts of fun and embarrassing things, I guess. I got an embarrassing story to tell. Wow. Um so yeah, if you guys want to check it out, it's 
just like the original show, but it's a lot more fun. And um, yeah, I guess that's about it. So oh, also, next- also oh. leave us reviews on iTunes, yes. on Spotify, and every, everywhere else that has reviews. Yes, please. You can see what a hilarious review. If you give us a one-star review, we'll read it on the show. No, no, no. <laughs> no, give us a five-star five star review. If you give and, us, then, and then you can say something really horrible and mean yeah, about Yeah, just me, say five stars. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Yes. My ears are bleeding. That's I have a good deal. Give us five now. stars, but then say something ter- like, like, you know, yeah, like say give something us your, funny. You know, your criticism, and then we'll read it. Right. Mm-hmm. Worst podcast live. ever. All right. Well, you guys do that, and, and we're going to record that podcast after this. And uh, so, yeah, there's that. Until next time, live free or die. Status is good free, the blood that is shed. Stretching the flags on the tax bombs and red. Voices by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and gods in a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can't put freedom in death point in a fine way.